This is HPR episode 2304 entitled, Using Gnome 3 for the First Time. It is hosted by Shane Shannon, and is about 11 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, Shane just switched his desktop environment from XFCE to Gnome 3. Here is his experience, so far. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hacker Public Radio listeners, welcome. My name is Shane Shannon. I recently stopped using Zubuntu, and I switched to using Ubuntu with the GNOME desktop environment. So I wanted to tell you a bit about my experiences, the things that I liked, and a few uh, puzzling or awful things. Maybe you can help me with those things. This episode might be a bit timely because not too far in the past, Canonical announced that they are dropping the Unity desktop and that they're going to use GNOME uh, on Ubuntu. Just about the time I heard that announcement, I was getting a bit bored with uh, Zubuntu and the XFCE desktop, so I decided to take GNOME for a spin, and these are my adventures. I should probably say that I'm using pronunciations from the website OMG Ubuntu. A little while ago they pronounced, uh, they published this little graphic that says how things like Zubuntu and Gnome are pronounced and I'm using those pronunciations. Maybe there's better pronunciations or different ones that you've heard but uh, just because of this graphic I've seen I'm going to be saying uh, Zubuntu, Gnome, and things like that. So I blew away my old installation of Zubuntu and I installed Ubuntu 17.04 and then I put the GNOME desktop environment on top of it. And the thing that I liked right away was the super key search. So hitting the Windows key, super key, you can type right away what you want to search for. And I believe it searches through your files and things like that, but it also looks for apps. So especially at first, when you have first installed an operating system, uh, at least for me, I'm trying to install a lot of different things and exploring different applications. So this was especially useful. It uh, brought up an icon for the different apps, and then by clicking on that or pressing enter, I guess, it would take you to the, uh, the app store. I forget what it's called in GNOME, but I'll call it the App Store. Something else I really liked is that extensions are easy to install. Here in GNOME, you've got this black bar at the top. 
that's where your time is and your Wi-Fi indicator and your volume indicator, things like that. And you can install other indicators pretty easily by going to the GNOME website, signing in, and then doing a search. And when you are found an extension that you want to install, you just uh, click a button and it will install it on your machine. I found that really cool. I'm going to look here in my extensions and I'll tell you about a few extensions that, I, that I've been using that I really enjoy. I have to have a clipboard indicator. So the first thing I did was I installed a clipboard indicator. And it works really well. It's not too fancy, but it's, uh, it's pretty good. I also installed something called Dynamic Top Bar. I'll read the description because it's kind of hard to describe uh, describe apart from the description. In my previous recording of this episode, I spent two minutes trying to describe what this app does. I'll just read it. Dynamic Top Bar. Let the top bar become transparent when no window is maximized. That's a great description. My desktop I usually leave pretty empty. I like having uh, good wallpaper up. And I like this feeling in the, the sight of a mostly empty desktop. So having the black top bar of GNOME transparent most of the time, it's great. I really like how that looks. Just a really clean look. Another extension that I just had to install was the removable drive menu extension. Since I'm using an external hard drive sometimes and flash drives all the time, it's great just to have that eject button up there on the top bar for when you want to uh, open or uh, eject a drive that you're plugged in. Now I think it's time to talk about some of the puzzles and the frustrations of using GNOME so far. I'm only a few weeks in, so I may discover solutions to these, or maybe you can uh, contact me and let me know how to uh, deal with some of these things. Maybe even do a response episode and let me know what you've what you've learned or what you already know. Okay, here's the here's the strangest thing about GNOME. I use an IRC program called HexChat, and I use Audacity. And the strange thing is that there's a weird transparency issue when I'm using these programs on GNOME. I'm looking at Audacity right now and I've got a wallpaper that's kind of orange and purple and if I look at my title bar in Audacity I can see the some transparency just above the title bar and just below it. So I can actually see the color of my wallpaper peeking through just above and below where my title bar says Audacity. This happens in HexChat as well. Super strange. I don't really want that to happen. And it only happens when the application is maximized. Let me know what you know about that, if you have any answers. Another puzzler is that I've tried to install extensions that promise to be system monitors. I just want to see a little box up there in the top bar that'll let me know what percentage my computer is working at. For example, when I launch something like Vivaldi Browser, um, it takes a while, but in um, in Zubuntu, I'd always just glance up there at the, the system monitor, and it would tell me that the computer was working hard, but it was starting to do the job. 
so I'd know I <laughs> that Faldi would eventually open up. But I've tried to install three or four extensions here in GNOME that are system monitors and none of them have worked. As soon as you click on the um, the on button that will install it onto your computer, a second or two later that on button switches off automatically so I don't know what's going on there. For me, system monitor extensions are just not working. I really like to customize my machine uh, visually so I love mouse themes. I go to places like uh, gnomelook.org uh, and I pick out mouse themes. I just want different cursors. But I follow instructions online to put uh, the mouse theme folder in a certain place and then open up another file and make sure that it's that mouse theme will work globally. I follow those instructions carefully but I'm still getting problems of um, the default mouse theme I forget what it's called here in GNOME uh, being present in some windows and on the desktop sometimes but in other applications the mouse theme that I actually installed and I actually want shows up so I have the difficulty of two mouse themes showing up in GNOME even after I've logged out or restarted. And because I like customizing so much there's one other puzzler. Um, it's not really a puzzler. I, I can see that it's what the designers of GNOME wanted. But the bar on the side where you can uh, kind of a taskbar where you can pin the applications that you're going to use all the time. It's not very customizable. It's not customizable at all. You can't change the transparency of it. I haven't found a way to change the size of the icons on it. Things like that. I like programs like Plank where you can uh, change the theme of the the taskbar. Is that the correct term for it? Or you can uh, I'll call it the launch bar. You can change the theme of the launch bar, or the transparency, or the size of the icons, things like that. So it's a little frustrating to me that the, the sidebar on the left-hand side of GNOME doesn't let you change anything. I imagine that the developers of GNOME want things to be super simple. And uh, I'm just not sure if that's going to work for me in the long time. In the long term, I mean. So we'll see. To tell you the truth, at this point, I am thinking fondly of Zubuntu and the XFCE desktop. I like how customizable things were there. But who knows, even if I stop using GNOME uh, in a few weeks, I'm probably going to keep it installed on my system and just use a different desktop environment. And then as GNOME changes in the next few months and years, as Ubuntu is helping develop sorry, not Ubuntu, as Canonical is helping develop GNOME and other organizations are involved, maybe things will change more to my liking. I'm probably going to stick with it for a few more weeks. I'll do some more uh, some searching and discover new things, I assume. But so far, um, there's some things I like and there's some things that just bug me because the customization isn't uh, working as smoothly as I want it to. Let me know what you think. Let me know any answers that you have. And do a response episode if you're up for that. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you later.
You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.